Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to the Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I be roast. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. Follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Check out the new website, recoveryradiokmp3.com. As always, I'm so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day is just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere. Right in the middle of the bud. Here we are. I am glad for that. Grateful I have no desire. not a pleasant experience to be an alcoholic who still has the obsession or the desire to drink is not a pleasant experience it wasn't for me it was hell on earth hell on earth all consuming all I wanted to do was drink and I didn't want to drink it was like living you know suspended off of a Niagara Falls just hanging there, just not wanting to be there, just hell on earth mentally, hell. And so I don't bury that on the back page of my mental newspaper. I lead with it. There it is. Front page. Grateful I have no desire to drink today. Hey man, drinking's not a problem anymore. That's not why I'm bringing it up. I'm bringing it up. Because our big book says that we have a daily reprieve that's contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Not a daily reprieve from drinking. Daily reprieve from wanting to drink. Deciding to drink. Picking up for whatever insane reason passes the mind that it's crazy so if I don't keep in fit spiritual condition that desire to drink will return even after 32 years not tricked by the time in and of itself it doesn't mean anything that I'm sober all this time Today, I want to read something from Emmett Fox, Around the Year with Emmett Fox, and I want to tie it to the book Alcoholics Anonymous. And it is quite interesting and important to me anyway. 
that comes from the November 13th reading in Around the Year with Emmett Fox. And I'll read portions of it. And the topic is the use of intelligence. It is your duty to God to run your life on intelligent lines. God gives us all as much intelligence as we can possibly need. But unfortunately, in most cases, we use very little of it. Ask yourself today if you are really conducting your life intelligently. Are you eating and drinking intelligently? Do you select your reading intelligently? Do you spend your money intelligently? Do you consider intelligently the things that you hear? Or do you accept them uncritically? Do you exercise intelligence in carrying out your daily work? Do you seek to approach each new problem with intelligence instead of mere emotion? Have you intelligent plans for the future? Do you know what you would really like to do or be? And if not, wouldn't it be intelligent to go to work and find out and then draw upon an intelligent plan for gaining your desire? The world needs more intelligence. There's plenty of will. But because people will not use enough intelligence, mankind everywhere is in difficulties. Your intelligence is the light of God in your soul. Now, I wanted to read that because my experience in Alcoholics Anonymous is that there is a message that is well-intentioned or not that your brain is shit. And I think it's a very harmful message. Alcoholism, as it's described in Alcoholics Anonymous, as it's described by Dr. Silkworth and Bill and Bob in the big book, is that when it comes to alcohol, a problem has formed in the brain. A problem that could never be repaired by human power. But aside from that, none of our mental difficulties, as it's described in the big book, relate to our alcoholism. I'm not talking about the stories. I'm talking about the first 164 pages. Specifically, the clear-cut directions. Everything in the book up to page 103. And this is important in my life. This has been a big turning point. The discovery of what I'm reading now being true. The big book says, and I'll read it. And then I'll talk about this. Do I have a big book? I do, right here. Oh, I didn't, oh my gosh, I didn't even mention my coffee again. I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee here with, from Trader Joe's. 
and some Don Francisco's hazelnut. I'm going to guzzle it right now like a psycho. Jeez. Okay, I'm going to turn to page. Hold on. I'm going to turn to a little page called Get Off My Back. I'm getting there. Page 21. What about the real alcoholic, it says. First full paragraph. What about the real alcoholic? And they're going to go on. The next paragraph starts with, here is the trouble who's been puzzling you. Meaning the real alcoholic that they're talking about. A little more than halfway down the last paragraph, it says, and this is, they're describing the real alcoholic. He is often perfectly sensible and well-balanced concerning everything except liquor. There's lots of places in the big book that it talks about how we have willpower concerning other matters. Dr. Silkworth says there's types of alcoholics entirely normal in every respect. They're able, intelligent, friendly people. Then turn to page... This is what I really want to talk about. Page 86. Uh, Second full paragraph. On awakening, let us think about the 24 hours ahead. We consider our plans for the day. Before we begin, we ask God to direct our thinking. I have to say right there, if I don't trust my thinking, I can't even consider my plans for the day. When I was all confused about what, how what alcoholism was when I thought that my, I had a bad brain all around the idea of even considering my plans for the day is laughed at and shunned upon don't consider your plans don't think you're an idiot you're all bad you're all your brain is poison I thank God that's not the message that's in the big book and it's not a nuanced small minor difference in that message this is really significant it is it changed my whole life it's central to the message that i received and how it changed my entire life permanently some 30 years ago now We consider our plans for the day. Before we begin, we ask God to direct our thinking, especially asking that it be divorced from self-pity, dishonest, or self-seeking motives. It goes on to say those are wrong motives. If my thinking is filled with self-pity, or dishonesty, or self-seeking motives, I can rest assured I'm not in God's will, according to the book. Under these conditions, where I'm, my thinking is divorced of those things, I can employ... We can employ our mental faculties with assurance for, after all, God gave us brains to use. Our thought life will be placed on a much higher plane when our thinking is cleared of wrong motives. And it goes, I mean, there's a lot of things in here. When we're making amends, we use tact and common sense. 
when we're working with other people, there's a lot of, there's lots of, you know, we, we, we analyze our resentments. That's using our brain. There's lots of, I mean, that's, that's a summary of what I want to refer to in the book. There's so much in there, but if I think that my brain is just broken and I'm just an idiot, I'm going to have a really different experience in sobriety than if I am adopting the things I just read. It says, where alcohol is concerned, we have been strangely insane. However intelligent we may have been in other areas of our life. But I have been unintelligent about everything that there is to be stupid about in sobriety. But knowing that that's not, I'm not stuck with that, that I have to sharpen that tool, that I have to become more intelligent in how I think about things and discern things and do things is a very freeing thing to know that I need to hone that skill. <laughs> I have to become more intelligent about my life. I'm not stuck being stupid, in other words. <laughs> I've done everything wrong. I continue to do plenty of things wrong. I'm certain based on my experience I'm currently doing things wrong right now that I'm not even aware of that will annoy the shit out of me down the road maybe in a week maybe in a month maybe in a year maybe in five years maybe all I mean if my experience means anything I will be able to look back at some point and say remember when 2021 you thought you were so whatever and you're just an idiot you don't, who do you you know Whatever that is, but I've talked about it recently on here, like one example in this reading and, and something that I've referenced. <clears throat> Back to the Emmett Fox book, when it says, um, well, I'll just go through all these things, but first I'll say, um, do you consider intelligently the things that you hear, or do you just accept them uncritically? That's a big, that's going back to discernment. Observation without judgment. That's discerning. Okay. I was really bad at that for years and had a lot of, I think, unnecessary pain that I caused myself by listening to everything, accepting everything I heard uncritically. Oh, you know, I'm in an AA meeting, so whatever they say has to be accurate. Well, this guy's sober for 32 years, so whatever he says has to be accurate. Well, this woman goes to seven meetings a week, so whatever she says has to be accurate. I was talking to someone this morning about how 
when I'm all jacked up about something, when I'm not comfortable, I am like a math problem that contains an incorrect number in it. But the laws of the spirit are intelligent. There's intelligence. Thank God. Thank God that things... And I'm bringing that up because intelligence is important in all these things, I think, that have been read. Ask yourself today if you're really conducting your life intelligently. Think about this. Let's say I wanted to learn how to be a plumber. I wanted to study plumbing. I wanted to become a plumber. And I decided to go over to a dental office and sit down with a dentist and ask a dentist how to be a plumber. Would that be intelligent or would that be stupid? <laughs> That'd be stupid. Let's say I wanted to learn how to play basketball. So I got a ball and a bat. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. I mean, those things sound so obvious, but in life, in these important things about life, like happiness and sobriety and relationships and and careers and, you know, we don't, I don't, I didn't for a long time go about the learning of these things with intelligence. Eh, whatever's going to happen, happen, you know, whatever. It sounds like that too sometimes in AA. Well, just whatever. Just let go and let God. I'm not supposed to do anything. I'm supposed to go to meetings and just let go and let God. That's As Mike used to say, who showed me the big book, he said that he, was, he would say that's street logic. <laughs> it's not something that's in the big book. Actually sounds... Well, I did that. I did that for years, and it was it caused me a lot of pain. Do you select... Oh, then it says, Are you eating and drinking intelligently? And I didn't do that for a long time. I think I had like one glass of water over like a three-year period before, at some point in my life. And I used to eat terribly. I eat really well now. I really do. But I used to eat really bad. Today I understand why, but it doesn't really matter. I'm not doing it anymore. Do you select your reading intelligently? You know? You're putting that into you. You're putting that in your, com your computer system. Your mental computer. Do you spend your money intelligently? I've done plenty of not that in my life. Plenty of stupid money spending. 
exercise intelligence in carrying out your daily work? Do you seek to approach each new problem with intelligence instead of mere emotion? Do you have intelligent plans for the future? The world needs more intelligence. Your intelligence is the light of God in your soul. That's that's beautiful because that's like, I don't know. I think that's beautiful. Very powerful, I, I feel. What do you think about this? Learning all the time. Learning so much all the time. In so many ways, I feel like I've just recently started to be really intelligent about some stuff. And I'll probably change my mind about that. Like I said, six months from now, I'll be like, that was really stupid. So I'm trying to have a sense of humor about myself, but also trying to make intelligent plans and use discernment and use my time wisely and keep my eye firmly on the plot, which is... What ultimately will matter is the experience people have from being around me in my life. The big picture. That matters a lot. You know, I have two very young godsons that mean the world to me. See them as much as I can. I love them so much. They're both really young. And they're deciding all kinds of things in life right now. And they're deciding things about me. You know, at that age, I was just... I remember when I was a little boy, I was just kind of deciding, do I like this person or not? Do I feel safe around this person or not? Does this person make me feel like I matter or not? And I remember all this time later, there were a couple people who gave me the world when I was with them and it meant everything to me at that age everything simply put there were people in my life when I was a little kid that were clearly coming to me from love and there were people who were clearly not doing that and the latter didn't feel good to be around So, trying to blend intelligence and love. All the time, trying to blend these things as best I can. Learning every day. All right, that's it. I'm uh, doing an interview for a fanzine called Perfect faces and bodies dot net <laughs> somebody wrote to me recently and they were like for a long time I thought you were really a male model so I just in case you're confused I'm not okay I want to give a shout out to uh, happy joys and three and the sober gratitudes podcast podcast greater than yourself and I want to say hello to the Canadians. Say hello to Chelsea and Kelly and Cass. And again, 
Go to mariashriver.com, read about Mackenzie. Hi, Mackenzie. Great job. So amazing. It's very exciting. And um, anyways, go to the new website, recoveryradiokmp3.com. My wife is building that and built that and is hoping to create a nonprofit and really wants to help the recovery community. So there's some awesome things on there. RecoveryRadioKMP3.com. The books are sarcasticbigbook.com. Send me an email, drop me a line. If anybody needs to hear it, I will say that everything is okay. And I don't know why my life was saved, but I now am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you'll do the same.